this is Randy and you are listening to the Shutter Up Podcast. I just want to take a second to apologize to my listeners. I've been MIA for about two weeks now, and I have very good reason. My kidney and liver um, decided to um, go on strike and cause a few problems, which um, landed me in the hospital for a few nights. I am currently on the mend. Um, I still have some stuff coming up that I need to do to kind of correct everything. And I actually plan to share all of that in a future episode of Shutter Up um, because one thing I've learned now as a business owner, it sucks when you get sick and it really sucks when you get really sick. So I look forward to being able to share some insights I've had with that um, in a coming up episode. So this episode is going to be just a little bit different. I am actually going to share a recording of an online presentation I did for my local chamber of commerce. They asked me how I got started with my podcast and if I'd be willing to share some of the resources I've been using to produce my podcast, which I was more than happy to do that. So um, there was a Google slide that I used during that presentation, and I'm going to make it available to all my listeners. Just make sure you check the show notes for that link. And here we go. Well, welcome out everybody today. I'm excited for you to join us. Um, learning about some tips to start a podcast. I am by no means a know-it-all in this. It's a, been a new adventure for myself in launching my podcast, but um, I've definitely learned that it's a lot easier than you think once you get into it. So I'm just going to kind of go through and kind of talk about brief tips because it's going to be hard within the time frame that we have to really go into depth. But at the end of the presentation, I do have a resource link and then I am going to make this slideshow available with those links in there. So then you guys can go and research and do a lot of that on your own. So here we go. So let's start with why podcasts are the route to go right now. Um, the biggest reason are people really like podcasts because they're perfect to listen to on the go when they're going to work. Um, they're entertaining. Uh, people can access them anywhere. They're actually um, kind of taking the place of blogs. Um, a lot of blogs, what they're doing now is they are turning their blog into a podcast, so then you still can either read the information that are, is provided or you can take and listen to it as well. So um, another reason why is it's a way to position yourself as an authority in your industry. If you feel that you are very knowledgeable in a specific area or place, um, Starting a podcast is a great way to share that information and to give a little bit back to the community, um, especially if you are starting any education platforms, like wanting to teach any online classes and stuff. This will help kind of establish you and let people get to know you as, okay, does this person know what they're talking about? Um, the other thing is it's really affordable. Um, there's little to no cost to get started. More than likely, it will probably be a hundred dollars to get started with your um, with your podcast. Most of that money right now would be going for um, setup with your mics, um, depending on what hosting site you go to with that, and then anything in additional to um, the music 
or effects that you need or um, getting your um, podcast cover created and so forth. So um, the other thing is it's really fun. It, I'll be honest, the first one is really nerve wracking because you're trying to figure out, okay, do I sound okay? Um, does this make sense? And I'm going to tell you, it's not going to sound right to yourself. It's not going to make sense to yourself. The best you can do is just put it out there and believe it or not, people are going to enjoy it. I've actually gotten some really good feedback and really good, um, um, advice too on how to kind of work it a little bit better. So it, people are pretty excited, especially when they know, um, there are people close to you that get to hear you and get to enjoy seeing you create that. So um, it's also a way to help build your brand, whether it's a personal brand or a business brand, it's a good way just to get information out there. So let's just get into it, how to start your podcast. So there's, I broke it up into a couple different stages. The first is the planning stage. The biggest question you need to ask yourself is, why you want to start a podcast and who's your podcast for. If you do not know who your audience is, it's going to make it really hard for you to come up with content to um, create for your podcast. Um, the next step is how often are you going to release it? Are you going to do it daily? Do you want to do it weekly, three times a week, once a month? Um, what kind of, um, sorry, I got to move my thing real fast because I'm, can't see all my notes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Basically, what can you commit to and what does your audience want? If you feel like once a week is enough for you and you can fully commit to that, stay with once a week. Don't feel pressured to do more or less, especially when you're beginning. As you go on, you might be able to find that, okay, I'm going to add an additional one this week um, or a bonus episode this week. For me, once a week, right now is plenty and I you know will hopefully be able to add on um, you know bonuses and additional things like that so so once you finally decide how often you want to release it you're gonna want to know how long your podcast will be so ideally a weekly podcast I put 30 to 45 minutes um, it, even 25 minutes is about average on a um, weekly episode if you do it a few days a week anywhere from 15 to 20 25 minutes is enough and then if you're doing it like once a month or once um say you're doing it twice a month uh hour might be if you can come up with enough content and stuff an hour might work that way but again it's knowing who your audience is and who what your information that you're giving because some people might not want to listen for a full hour and you might need to test that out a little bit to see um, which if you do like a 30 minute podcast versus an hour podcast and gauge the um, engagement with that podcast to decide where your audience is kind of that sweet spot. Like for instance, if you're going to say your audience are stay at home moms, they don't have time to listen to a full hour of your content. So 15 to 20 minutes, even 30 minutes. Um, think about like in between nap times or when they're doing dishes or running errands, picking up kids. Think of those sort of things. If it's geared for more of the business type, think about they'll probably be listening into the morning when they're checking emails or possibly during lunch hour 
and stuff. So just keep those kind of things in mind. Um, next is what style will you choose? So there's a couple different styles. Um, there's solo, co-hosted, interviews, roundtable. So solo is basically yourself talking um, the entire time, coming up with the content, um, just kind of giving what your advice is or educating, um, voicing your opinion. Um, a lot of people do really great with that. Um, co-hosted, I've heard some co-hosted ones that are really great. Um, you just have somebody with you, someone to banter off of. It actually makes it a little bit easier starting out to have somebody to talk to while you're staring at a mic because <laughs> you don't have an audience in the room with you. So that part to me is the intimidating part. You're talking to yourself. So if you have a co-host, at least you have each other to kind of bounce off of. Um, interviews are really good. Um, there's, and we'll talk about how to access and do remote um, podcasts so that you know kind of how that is. Roundtable, you get several people in talking about a topic. And the great thing is, is you don't have to just stick to one style. You can combine the styles in different ways. So for me, I'm more on the solo side, but I'm going to have interviews as well. So my goal is to have at least two interviews a month in my podcasts. And so, um, so yeah, you can, you can kind of gauge and see what it is you want to do with that. And it's fun. The good thing is, is there's no right or wrong way to do it. It, it really is going to be an experiment. And that's the fun part about starting out is you can, really try some different stuff, see what hits home with more of your audience. And then, then you can kind of start going, okay, yeah, I'm going to just start gearing more towards that direction. So um, your next stage or the next step in the plan. So um, there's a lot of different ways you can do that. Some people are really good just rambling off and they're able to just just talk and do their thing. And some really like to have something that's scripted that they can um, just read word from word. Others just like to have an outline just so that they can stay on point. I kind of do both. I have an outline and then there's certain phrases or certain things that I do have scripted. And um, there's some pros and cons. When you're fully scripted, it's really hard um, to make it sound natural that you're not just reading. And so my advice would be if you are going to do fully scripted is to really practice that script, reading it out loud over and over until you can get more of a natural, your natural tone. So it's not just like I was five years old when this happened, you know, kind of thing that, you know, you can actually feel okay improvising and adding a little bit more into that. So, um, yeah, there's a million different places and I have some of those, um, sources at the end too, that you can look at different ideas on outlining. You can find them all over, um, the internet, but basically it just comes down to what you like me. I have a word document that just lists episode. Do I have a guest in this episode? Um, I, I write out my intro and my outro. And then I kind of have my points in between or my questions if I'm interviewing in between to touch base with that. So um, let's see. We're, yes, we are, we are recording, Angie. So I'm glad to see you. Hi. 
Um, so the next fun part is to decide on your podcast name. So it really should be unique, but easy to remember. So you're looking at maybe two or three words tops. Um, <laughs> when I came up with mine, so mine's shutter up and I wanted something that kind of, cause my podcast is kind of geared towards um, photography and some of the ins and outs and, um, and business of photography or just business in general, but also I wanted to be able to, if there's just a topic I want to go off on, I can go off on it. So I kind of did a play on words with Shutter Up. And so um, have fun with that too, because if it's more, um, <laughs> there's one I've always thought was hilarious and it is funny to listen to, but I will admit it is a very saucy podcast and once you hear the title you'll understand why but um one of the <laughs> first ones i came across was called so my father wrote a um porno <laughs> and it's really funny but if you don't like sauciness i would suggest not reading it but the setup is this poor son is reading his dad's um erotica writings with his friends and they're banter they're laughing about it and how bad it's written and all of that so I mean there's really anything out there that you can discuss but if you like kind of some sauciness I totally <laughs> that podcast but um so the next one too is create a podcast cover so oh come on are we gonna click there we go so here we go. So that's my podcast cover. Ideally, your cover art should be about, four, it should be a square. So think of an album cover um, kind of feel. You can do it 14 by 14 pixels. You want it in JPEG or PNG, meaning um, those are J JPEG um, um, is more compressed than PNG is a little bit larger and that you want it under 500 um, kilobytes. Now, if that is foreign language to you all, there's a couple places you can um, go. You can um, go to Canva and you can design one there. They do have templates there. You can go to Fiverr and hire a professional or you can talk to, you know, Arcade Creative Studio. Self-plug, I know, shameless. But, um, I mean, I did do an awesome cover, I mean, I think. <laughs> So, but yeah, there's different ways to do that, but it, you want to make sure that when you have your cover that it reflects what your podcast is going to be and reflects part of who you are, put your personality out there. Because even though that you're speaking and you're not visibly seen, people are still wanting to know who you are and what your personality is. And so you want to take advantage of showing that in your um your cover art so that's that so far do we have any questions so far I will have a Q&A at the end if there are any questions but um, I just want to make sure I'm not ignoring anybody I'll check chat ah, thanks Don <laughs> thanks Nicole okay here we go equipment needed okay so at the bare minimum you need a computer with a USB port for a mic uh, I have seen a lot of people use their phones, like um, iPhones, um, Androids can work as well um, to produce the podcast. So, but just realize the better quality of the equipment, the better quality your um, system, 
sound is going to be. So um, phones are great. Um, there are some limitations that you have on phones versus using your computer to record. But you also, there's ways that you can actually still utilize your phone to record and have it be a higher quality. And I'm going to share those here next. There we go. Okay, so um, this is the technical stage. This is the stage that freaks everybody out. And there are some solutions, so bear with me here. Um, so first of all, you have to figure out what your recording and editing software is gonna be. If you're going based on the computer, it, Audacity is a free um, recording and editing software. It's open source. So there's never a cost and it is available for Mac and PC so, or Windows. So it's very, there's millions of tutorials out there to help you get started with it. It's pretty user friendly, um, very simple for if you're just recording and doing simple editing, but up to the, you can do some really cool, crazy stuff with it. Um, Adobe Edition does cost money. Um, it is either included in Creative Cloud, which is about $53 a month, or if you just get um, Adobe alone, it's about $20 a month. So just depending on what you're comfortable with, if you're already using Adobe products and you're comfortable with their interfaces and stuff, I would suggest Adobe Edition. Um, I use Adobe Edition just because I also use the Creative Suite for, um, for other things as well. So. And then there is GarageBand on Mac um, that comes, I think, um, installed um, already. But what I was reading up on it, getting ready for this, is that it, some of the features are starting to get limited and people aren't seeing as great as results when they're doing their editing or recording for their podcast. So, but if you're familiar with it and you're comfortable with it and you feel like it produces, produces the quality that you're comfortable with, use it. So um, for uh, cell phones, I didn't have a chance to really look at um, recorders for that, but there are tons of apps out there that allow you to record. Also, I know um, like Google, you can do recordings through that, their apps and stuff. And so I would just find a recording that's simple to use and that will convert into the files you need to upload it into Audacity or whatever your editing program is. So um, when you have remote guests, so when you have people you want to interview but they can't come into your studio or you can't meet up with them, Skype or Zoom are probably your top two. Great thing with Skype and Zoom, you can record. So um, there's tips out there how settings to set your stuff to that you get the highest quality recording. Um, I actually did that when I did an interview with Angie is we did it via Zoom and I recorded that. So um, one tip is to definitely wear a headset when you're doing Skype or Zoom so that you don't get a lot of reverb. I did find that problem when I was interviewing um, Angie's. I didn't wear a headset and so my, and I was in a closed in room and so the reverb, the echo is what reverb is, was really bad. And next time I know I'm gonna need to wear headphones or a headset to kind of cut down on that part of it. Um, you can also record phone calls. There's a lot of options out there for doing that as well. So I know through Google Voice you can do that. If you have a Google Voice number, you can do recordings that way as well. 
um, music and sound effects. There's a lot of free options out there, but you've got to be careful. Um, you need to check copyright. Even if it's free, there are some limitations. Like, is it free for personal use or is it free for commercial use? Technically, your podcast is commercial um, because you are broadcasting your brand yourself. Um, eventually, you might have sponsorships and um, find other ways to make money from it. So you need to always presume that your podcast is commercial for that. So make sure you pay attention to those copyright issues so you don't get in trouble because what happens is if somebody comes across it and says, oh, this is a copyright infringement, they'll take your podcast down. And so that doesn't look very good or for you professionally, and it will affect um, the different um, places that your um, podcast is broadcasted from. Um, there are paid options for music. Uh, Motion Array is really good. Story Blocks, um, all of those places have um, usually it's royalty free music. Um, if you see royalty free, it doesn't mean that it's free. It just means that you do not have to pay royalties on that music. Um, for instance, if you, if, if you got a song from, I don't know, Beyonce or something, usually what happens is, is you pay an initial price and then you have to pay a royalty for each time it's used. Um, up to so much and so that's what you want to look out for too royalty free is really great and copyright those are the two things you want to make sure you're looking at for um, for those okay so whew, everyone take a breath we good to go I know it's a lot of information in such a short amount of time so I try to keep it as simple as possible and like I said you guys will get access to this um, presentation. I'll make sure that Heather gets the link to send it out with the broadcasts and then also I will put the link in the chat for those who are live today. So um, hosting your podcast, that's a big deal. That means where are you going to upload it to so that it can be broadcasted out. So there's several options um, but you want to do your homework and you want to find one that's going to fit you. So everybody has an opinion about what's best, what's the worst, what's the greatest. I tried to limit that down for you guys. Personally, I use Anchor FM. Um, another friend of mine who has a broadcast, or sorry, a podcast started with Anchor FM and it was very easy. The other thing I like about Anchor FM is you can actually record in Anchor FM your podcast. So you wouldn't even need to download Audacity. Um, you can download, you can record there and they have some light editing that you can include with that. So that's why I liked it. Um, I think it is very user friendly for that first time um, podcaster. Other hosts include Buzzsprout, Captivate, Podbean, Castos. Um, those all have monthly um, subscriptions. And so if that's something that you can allow in your budget, by all means, go that route. They do have a little bit more to offer um, as in um, how they host your podcast and the um, data that you get back. Um, you don't get to know as much information through Anchor FM. They, um, they give you just an overall general, whereas 
these other ones you can go into more detail to really focus in and who's listening and who is your audience. So if that's really important to you to start with, then you, using these other hosts would um, probably be a good bet. Um, for me, Anchor was just, it was a good way for me to start um, with hardly any, of, hardly a budget. And eventually once I get mine built up, I might go ahead and switch to a different host later on. So um, also I do have a host link right, um, right here for you um, to click on so that you can see the list of all of them and you can do your homework, go through, find again, what one's gonna work best for you. Okay, here's Q and A. So I went through that a lot faster than I thought. So does anyone have any questions or um, want to know a little bit more details about anything? All right, let's see. Best equipment to start. So I put in right here in the resources, I put a couple examples. Um, I'll show you, see if it'll pull it up. So right here, this is the setup I have right now for my podcast um the reason being is this was really awesome having the arm to hold the mic up so you can adjust it um, it makes it easier for me to see my screen when i'm recording um, it comes with the um, noise guards um, to help limit the crackling and the um, background noise the wind noise and stuff there is also one that i found for um, this one's a set up a little bit different, but at, from what I could read, it works really well for traveling. You just have your phone on the hook. I, I get a lot of phones nowadays don't have the um, phone jack, not the phone jack, the headphone jack. Um, I'm lacking the word of what it's actually called, but you can buy, um, I can't even think of the word right now, but you can buy the um, connectors that would allow you to put it into the USB. There's also wireless mics and stuff, Bluetooth mics and stuff. So I would just look and see what ones will give the best sound quality. Um, I guarantee if you're just recording straight into your phone um, or from like a, just a headset that comes with your phone, you'll capture enough, but it just won't have that nice crisp sound that you get when you're listening to a podcast. So is there any other questions? And the, did that one answer your question, Don? Do you know what? I'll just unmute here. Sorry. There you go. You're totally fine. I know my yeah, chat that, fully disappeared. I don't even know where it went. Yeah, I know it keeps maximizing on me and I'm like, no, come yeah. on. So yeah, so that's the number one thing that people ask me is that. And so yes, that did answer the question. That's awesome. Yeah. I did to see that and to have people um, have that information. And then the second thing that, that people ask a lot is, um, and they asked me, they're like, is she going to talk about this? Is she going to talk about this? It was um, music. If you have any ideas as far as resources for free music. Yeah, and I can add these to the list too. Um, one, that motion array that I uh, mentioned, they do have free music that, that you can use. Some of those places, what happens is if you go to motion array or story block and stuff, you can look for free music that will be free to use for your podcast too. Cause a lot of people like to put testers out there. And then if you like it, then you'll keep um, using it. Like the one I use for mine, I got it free off of motion array and it was free for commercial use. So, um, right. it, so 
I, I like motion array um, story block. I'm getting used to them again. Um, but they have a lot of similar stuff as well. And you'll notice too, depending on where you go, um, you'll see the same music or the same artists and the different um, things. And then there's CC Mixter. Um, they have a lot of free music. Most of it's free. Um, if you go to them, they um, you have CC Mixter and then you go to their archive basically and you can go through all of that and there's you just again look is it good for personal use is it good for commercial use and if it's free and it says commercial use you're good to go um, so those are the main areas I go to if you want free of course there's always paid options out there that you can you can do and usually it's not too much um, and pay attention if you do pay for it um, pay attention to how many times it can be used because there are some limitations. It'll say you can use it up to an audience of 10,000. So when you hit 10,000, if you're ethical, <laughs> you either have to repay for that licensing or you have to switch your music. So just pay a lot of attention to that because um, YouTube, like say if you ever record your podcast live and you um, put the video part portion of it onto YouTube and stuff. They're really cracking down on music. And a lot of people like to go around and say, oh, there's a copyright, copyright. That happens to my husband. He has, he had the paperwork, everything from Storyblock saying, no, this, he can use this on YouTube. And so he disputed it and won the dispute, but just be prepared that that's out there. Um, I know he has found stuff on YouTube as well. It's been a few years since I went looking on YouTube. But again, I'm really iffy because sometimes people like to copy and pretend it's their music and you find out it's not. So, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Those were the questions that I had. I don't know if anyone yeah. else has questions. No, and you're fine. And so, what, let me tell you a little bit the resources. So, what I have here is basically these are the two um, websites that I found when starting that I kind of used to gauge how to start my podcast. Um, this one, the, how to, this one's version, it's a 20 step-by-step -step process that they completely write out. So if you really like the details and stuff, this one's really good. Shopify has just kind of a more like, hey, do this, 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 and this. It's not as detailed but a lot of tips from there as well. So, and then I included, if you want to start one and you don't know what to talk about, I also made a link to 50 podcast ideas that you can look into and do. And then um, Buzzsprout also had a, um, a good article on how to script your podcast. So I kind of just included a lot of the information I used getting started with mine. So, and I'm still learning. That's the fun part. It's you get going and you start learning and there's ins and outs and all of that. But I think that's part of the adventure of doing podcasts. I um, I think a lot of podcasters I've listened to have had that struggle. Um, a lot of the first podcasts sound the same, like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but you know, so don't be ner I mean, be nervous, but know that you're not alone in trying to get this started and all. So <laughs> And I think the main thing that that's the main thing I hear from most people is that when they start and once they, they get in a rhythm and they, they know they get in their own rhythm and to where they're comfortable doing a podcast and then mm -hmm. 
two years later, they look back and they're like, oh my goodness, that was horrible. But that's okay because everyone has to start somewhere. And exactly. You have to learn and grow through the process in the process. That's the only way to, to, to do better. That's exactly what I keep telling myself. I can't wait till six months from now to listen back and be like, whoa, okay, I've improved quite a bit. Like, okay, we're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I hope you were able to pick up a few cool tips to get you started on your fast track to starting a podcast. And if you have any questions and want to reach out to me, feel free to hit me up at info at rkcreativestudio.com. I'd love to answer any questions that you have. And don't forget to check the show notes for that link to Google Slides. Till next time.